0: Wheels on fire and do a jump. At night it could be quite spectacular, don't you think?
1: Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis.
0: Those 80s kids remember.
2: Welcome to another awesome episode of Those 80s Kids Remember. I am Andy.
0: I'm Brian. Yeah, I'm
2: Greg. And I'm Rusty. In this episode, we are going to talk about the comedy legend himself, the one, the only, the uncomparable Eddie Murphy.
0: You can't absolutely you can't complete eighties entertainment without him. Nope, you can't. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. He was the guy throughout the decade.
3: Yeah, and can I just go ahead and say, let's start with best defense because I think it was his best
2: time.) <laughs> 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 oh my God, I completely forgot about that, that one. Was, that was
0: the one, the, the old guy in the uh, opening credits to Raw when they were uh, interviewing people about how awesome Eddie is and everything. The old guy in the beginning, I'm such a huge Eddie Murphy fan. I even like best defense.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I'm
3: not mistaken, and I never saw the film because Dudley Moore pretty much, that's what was. he was the guy. And Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, was in it for like 10 or 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> Might have was he? Yeah, just to draw people into the theaters, which is just sad. But
2: yeah, well.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a Dudley Moore movie with a couple of uh, Eddie cameos in it. Right, right. And when you put the star buildings of Dudley
3: Moore and Eddie Murphy, people are going to, at that time, yeah. they, you know, they're going to clamor to get to the Eddie Murphy part.
1: Well the and, poster right. poster refers to Eddie Murphy as the strategic guest star. Okay.
3: I love that. It was strategic, all
0: right. Strategic. That's
2: good. That's good. Break-even guest star. Wait.
0: This this dude obviously he uh raised on uh Richard Pryor. Richard oh, Pryor, yeah. his obvious idol. Big time. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. He started doing stand-up at, what, 15?
3: Yeah. Did he? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, 15 years old.
0: He was already doing wow. stand-up for a few years before he even got on SNL, and he was only like 19 when he got on SNL. Yeah, I was thinking 18, wow. 19.
3: Wow, that's incredible. Yeah.
2: I didn't
0: realize he was that young. Yep. Yeah, I'd be going doing stand-up comedy in, like, clubs around, in, around New York when you're 15 years old. Well, and the thing about it is, is when he started
3: at SNL, he took the show by storm. I mean, it wasn't like a, a gradual, you know, here's Eddie Murphy, you know, here's a skit, here's another skit. It, it was it was a lot of Eddie Murphy.
0: Yeah. Right. He, he was half the reason the show didn't get canceled. Right. Exactly. <laughs> In yeah. 1980.
3: Because if I'm not mistaken, they were coming off of the Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Gary Kroger and that cast
0: well they were coming off the uh the one year there of uh like uh Rocket, uh Charlie Charles Rocket. Rocket. Charles Rocket.
3: Oh god, yeah. Hardcore suicide.
0: And they yeah. they caught they kept a couple of people, and Eddie was one of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah Charles Rocket said fuck on the air. Yes, he did.
3: Um that yeah, his demise
0: because they were poking fun right. of the uh, they had <laughs> Charlene Tilton was the guest and they did some skit where somebody had shot uh, Charlie Rocket or something like that because because yeah. it was the who shot Jr. time period.
3: Right. Exactly.
0: Yep, And he and at the end of the show, he's like, I just like to know who the fuck did it, you know, when the <laughs> yeah. whole cast was out there. And career
3: plummeted. (laughs) Yeah. And he ended up
0: slitting his own throat to kill himself years later. Yes.
2: Did did. he really?
0: Charlie Rocket.
3: Wow. Went out into a field and yeah, he sliced his own throat.
2: Holy shit.
3: Yeah. That's hardcore. That is is very
2: hardcore.
3: I don't know if it gets gets any more hardcore
2: than that. (laughs) I don't think so. Holy shit. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy.
0: Well, now that we've. So, Bummed
2: people out. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. That's it, kids. We're done.
3: That's it, kids. A, <laughs> Thanks for joining a, us. Charles Rocket show. <laughs> 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 Shit. When it looks
1: like they, they overlapped for a year because Eddie started in 80, yep. November of 80, and Charles Rocket ended in March of 81.
0: Yep. Ah, okay. Yep. okay Eddie okay. was one of those cast members from 1980, one of the few that got kept. Oh,
1: uh, okay. Yep. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is all in the the non-Lauren period. Yep. So, Five right. Years yeah. Ago. It sure is.
2: Oh, I didn't realize that. Wow.
1: Yep. Michael's Michael's
0: retired there for a while from SNL um, after uh, Bill Murray and Gilda Radner's last year. Yeah, he was beaten down by that. Yep. Wow. Big time.
2: Well, then um, Eddie Murphy's uh, his stand-up career and SNL kind of overlapped there, where he had. Um, his biggest uh, specials, uh, probably on HBO, right? The, um, what was it? Delirious was the first one? Yes. Or is that the second one? No, Delirious, Delirious was 83. Was the
0: first. Yep. That was the yep. one with the Delir- red jumpsuit.
2: Right. And Raw was the other one. Okay. Yeah. Where he was wearing the purple one. <laughs> yep.
3: But, okay. Yeah. Delirious was the one where he makes one of Elvis, which I took offense to, but it was fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah the, the 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 fart and then the excuse me <laughs> i don't like where he's
3: <laughs> yeah that and then elvis could say pretty much anything in a movie and it would sound good lemonade oh yeah he, stuff like yeah, that manly he
0: sang he sang so damn good they put him in movies he couldn't act we'll <laughs> just, like, just, just let him sing all his dialogue I'm like elvis would. You, elvis we gotta win this race. Yeah, we got to win this race. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, and I remember those like VHS tapes of those being like contraband. It was like, I don't know. It was like exciting to, to come across.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, they were naughty.
2: Yeah. They were huge. I mean, yes. I even, I don't know where my parents were, but I saw this uh, stand up in 83. So that would put me like 11 years old. I'm, I'm watching Eddie Murphy do his stand up. You saw um, Eddie Murphy stand up? Well, on HBO, the special oh, okay, okay. when they like, came oh out. No, not live. Not wow. live. No.
1: No. You're banging around New York no, at eleven, I,
2: just watching. <laughs> right in the audience. In the audience. Swing by the theater. Um, watch it. So. And it it was hilarious. I mean, even even as a young kid, then it was it was hilarious because um, you know he not just the potty mouth stuff, but. Um, I think that's where the the ice cream bit comes from, and um, his aunt. Aunt falling Bunny down the stair. Aunt <laughs> Bunny and Uncle Gus,
0: it. yeah. Aunt, oh yeah, yes, Aunt yeah. Bunny.
2: Yeah. Every time
0: you come over, Gus, <laughs> your wife <laughs> falls down my fucking stairs. <laughs> his <laughs> drunk dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh so. Lord
2: Jesus! I'm about halfway So I'm now, not sure now. if it was in that special or if it was in Raw. And I'm just kind of going off a of memory. I didn't really research this bit, but there's in one of those standups, he's kind of um, basically telling Bill Cosby to fuck off.
3: that be um, raw. Um, that was raw. raw. That's yeah. raw.
2: Yeah. That's okay. gotta be
3: raw. He was angry because, and raw.
2: Because Bill Cosby telling him, you know, you don't have to work blue, blah, blah, blah. And he's just kind of going off of that, um, going off on him and that. And I just, I kind of find it very ironic. Um, the Eddie Murphy of the 80s compared to the Eddie Murphy um, of more recent times and today where his films and his work um, he doesn't do stand-up anymore that I'm aware of but his films and all of that tend to be that that family yeah, um, sure. category family, sure. family oh, yeah. kind of category oh yeah well that's how daycare. that's how sure.
0: I knew Richard Pryor in the 80s from what, what, films toy, like toy?
2: With Gene Wilder. Yeah. The, toy. Well, the toy. Not even
0: that. Yeah, like the toy, Superman 3, and uh yeah. the Pryor's Place Kids Show that was on for one year and so on what, Saturday so morning. or what's really
3: probably a, probably yeah. a culture shock whenever you heard him say stuff like, I love Coke, man.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until <laughs> dude, it wasn't until <laughs> years later that I found that I found out about all that stuff. I was like, holy shit, man. What what's up with Richard? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's crazy.
3: You know the yeah, thing same with- is that is that it's like we're all over the place because he is all over the place in yeah. the 80s. Yes. I mean, yeah. he did SNL, he did 48 hours, he did Beverly Hills Cop, he did I mean, he was doing movies, he was doing TV. I mean, he was everywhere. Mhm. And and, and the characters on SNL are limitless. I mean, my God. And and
2: completely, like, legendary characters. You've got Buckwheat. You've got Gumby. You've got – he did um, James Brown, right? James Brown in the hot tub. Oh, my God. Mr. Robinson. Mr. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Just, just like, the most classic and most iconic characters um, probably ever created. Oh, for yeah. Saturday night live um all by but Stevie eddie Murphy.
3: he did a really good Stevie Wonder Stevie too. Wonder, yes, oh my God that she, yes yes absolutely with Stevie Wonder, which, which was awesome, <laughs> yes, he did <laughs>
2: yeah
3: yeah they did my Sharia Moore that was so great yeah
0: where where um I remember that now he was like Stevie Wonder was like uh some guy what the hell was it he was auditioning for something, and yes, and eddie did Stevie wonder right in front of him. It's like, no man, this is how you got to do it. This is how you got to do it. And, and he starts singing and then, and then Stevie's like, okay, man, I think I got it. I think I got it. And he just nails the most incredible line of my Sharia more you've ever heard live. Oh yeah. And then the crowd starts applauding and then, and then the applause breaks down and then all of a sudden, Eddie just, as soon as the applause breaks down, he's like, no, man, that still sucked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the whole crowd just busts out
0: laughing, you know, of course.
2: That's great. <laughs> well, you had mentioned 48 Hours um, just a, a moment ago, and that was that was from 1982. So that was even before his Raw um, stand-up right. special. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. oh, yeah. That was actually on TV yesterday. Was it? Uh, I caught, like, just, oh, yeah, it was on TV. So I I caught, just missed, like, the very beginning of it. <clears throat> so that's with him and Nick Nolte. So I, I was watching um, as much as I could, and I was kind of taken back a little bit by a couple of things. So um, no surprise, uh, the language and the dialogue that they were using <laughs> back in 1982 it was a little bit shocking. It's a little uh, raw in like yeah. today's ears. Uh, is uh, yeah, on, as far as like on the race kind of level and in some of the things well, that Nick Nolte says. Nolte
0: refers to him ben as watermelon like, oh a god. few
2: times. Hey, watermelon! Oh my god! Yeah, it's yeah. like it's unfucking believable <laughs> when you hear this shit. It's like, oh wow! Yeah, that was a 80, time. 82. is all you can say about. Now
3: it's not gonna fly. No,
2: and no, not so much, but conversely to that it's like as you're watching it um maybe not the the featured players but like the cast on a whole it was very um diverse i was just very kind of surprised um how diverse the actual cast was um especially for that time and and kind of thinking well it kind of got me thinking a little bit critically it's like well were more films like that in the 80s and did it kind of like shift at some point to now but i mean completely multicultural i mean asian yeah. um hispanic um african-american like all working um you know and they weren't just background extras they actually had like speaking parts it was
3: right mm-hmm. right. so
2: that was the other thing that i just kind of find a little bit surprising it was very um very diverse as far as the cast goes funny movie though and and yeah Eddie, absolutely
0: as a cast member at that time Eddie actually ended up hosting an episode of the show because uh, Nick Nolte, when this movie was supposed to come out, Nick Nolte was supposed to host Saturday Night Live. Oh, I didn't know that. And Nolte was off, I don't know, getting all fucked up, (laughs) partying someplace. (laughs) He was like too strung out to host the show or something. So they they just had Eddie do it. Wow. Wow. Really? I
3: had no idea it was like
0: that. Yeah, that was where he he broke out his uh his uh Stevie Wonder impression and I think maybe for the first time on Saturday Night Live during the monologue. Really? Mm-hmm. Ha. Oh. Huh. Wow. I
3: had no idea it was an impromptu That's... impromptu thing like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Nolte huh. was Nolte was too fucked up to host the show. Yeah, apparently. I guess so. <laughs> well, Hollywood early 80s
3: man i'm just not gonna make it go get (laughs) it yep
0: well (laughs) early 80s lots of cocaine oh god
1: well and i might be forgetting about something before it but it seems like it kind of invented the that style of odd couple buddy cop thing the buddy cop shit exactly
0: it did yes yeah oh god yes
1: did it ever so but for better or worse now every few years (laughs) they try it again
3: yeah, I remember that back so then. Well. I remember, I remember it was Midnight Run with Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro. Right, and
1: then it, and then it was uh,
3: uh, Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte in Forty Eight Hours. And I remember thinking, God, this is going to start something. Yeah, <laughs> and it did. And it did. And and for good or for bad, I mean, it's, some of them are good. Some of them sucked.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, it certainly did start Eddie Murphy's acting career, um, oh, God, uh, 48 yeah. Hours, sure. with, like a bang, because um, the next movie after that was 1983's Trading Places with oh, Dan so Aykroyd. Dan
0: Aykroyd, yep.
2: Right. Yep, and um, what's her face? What's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. Yep. Yes. Next. Which was just a, a huge comedy um, at the time, just funny as hell. Um, probably, you know, it would actually be, I guess, Eddie's first film where it put him as the main spotlight character, um, really allowing Eddie to like, um, shine as the star of the film.
0: Yeah. he kind of, uh, played the hustler there who, uh, the two, the two brothers there, the two rich old guys had that bet to see nature versus nurture if they Mm -hmm. could, you know, Mm Switch Aykroyd's character and Eddie Murphy's character, and yeah, basically was Ralph, was that Ralph right. Bellamy? basically turn them into each other.
3: I think it was Ralph Bellamy was one of the guys. I can't remember the other
0: guy. I don't. Mortimer, remember. It's,
2: and um, it's been so
0: long since I've seen that movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. But they actually um, <laughs> later they actually have a cameo. The characters Mortimer and I can't remember the other guy's name um, in Coming to America. Um, I don't know if you oh, guys know right. this, but, yeah, um, they do. in, in '88's coming to America. Um, uh, Prince, uh, what's his name? Uh, God, I can't remember. And Lisa are walking along the river and there are two hobos, homeless people, like sitting at the <laughs> river, old guys. And, um, he's got like this cash, the stack of cash in a, pl- a paper bag and hands it to one of them. And it's Mortimer and the other guy. All oh, excited because they just got a handout of a a, a bunch of free cash. I oh, forgot sure. all about that. That'll do it. Well, that was on <laughs> a couple <laughs> weeks ago too, so <laughs> I, I watched that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah." And, and that how was, recently did you watch? But that? yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, I think okay, still it. funny. Yeah, yeah, and oh yeah. Once. Absolutely. I mean, even with all the 80s this in it, it still really kind of holds up. I figured up. it
0: would. I figured it would. I haven't seen
2: it in a long yeah. time,
0: but I figured it probably would hold up pretty good. Yeah. After Trading Places came out, it was kind of like, okay, Eddie's not much longer for Saturday Night Live now.
2: Right. He's getting too he's big. To right, right, SNL. Right, right. Yeah,
0: he's getting too big. He came back to host it, though, in 84, the year after he left. So he
2: was. he was gone.
3: He was gone in '83. In '83,
2: yeah. then, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, it's I last. believe the '83 yeah, '84 80- season
0: was his last season, but then he came back okay. in '84 with the one with Billy Crystal there. Ah, okay. okay. And yes. Chris Guest and all those guys. Yeah, he came back to host that time because because there was a promo that I saw years ago for it with um um Billy Crystal and Eddie Murphy. Talking to each other like Muhammad Ali. Oh, sure. Mm. Like like uh um Crystal was doing older Muhammad Ali and then and then uh uh Eddie was doing the younger one. They were like talking shit to each other about watching okay. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Now, I've never seen Billy
3: Crystals Muhammad Ali. Is that something new?
0: <laughs> Just kidding.
2: Yeah, it, I can't it's remember pretty that good. either. I can't place that. No,
0: it's it's pretty good where he does the...
2: It is good.
0: Everybody, everybody's talking about Joe Frazier. I'm going to talk about Joe Frazier, you know, where Eddie was it's more... It's very good. It's very good. Where Eddie was more the younger one, like, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to take that ugly bear, Sonny Liston, I'm going to whoop him, you know, that <laughs> whole thing. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Love Crystal, but oh my God, I've seen that impersonation so many times. Oh,
2: well, eighty four was though. also the year that um, Beverly Hills Cop came out. Um,
3: oh yeah,
0: yeah. That might that put everything on a new level. The movie, mm-hmm. I think, maybe when you think about Eddie Murphy, might be Beverly Hills Cop. No question yeah.
3: about it. Yep, best defense is a tie, but yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 no, absolutely. When you think about when you think of Eddie Murphy, you think of Beverly Hills Cop.
0: I mean he even had his famous theme music in that in that movie. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. yeah, and that and then that led to um a couple more films in that series. And in nineteen eighty seven we had Beverly Hills cop
1: two. But let's not skip Golden Child. There was it's also a, child. <laughs> a movie a movie that for really some wrong. reason I rented constantly.
2: Did you really? Yeah, and I'm not sure
1: why. What the hell was the Golden Child even about? So there's like a a kid, like it's kind of a mystical Orientalism, where there's this kid who's like the born in Nepal is the Golden Child, and then he ends up in Los Angeles or something, and Eddie Murphy's a private eye who has to protect him. It's abs- utterly absurd.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yet you rented it multiple times, over
1: and over. Well, dead. Charles Dance was the bad guy and that was fun. And oh, that's cool. There's like a there's a slight supernatural bent to stuff, like the kid has like yeah. supernatural powers. Yeah. And- sure. Of of no, I wasn't
2: Golden
1: gonna child- skip it. No. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it I got nervous. It it made me nervous like this. just jumping right <laughs> over Golden Tide. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sounds fantastic. Um which Beverly, yeah, and I've... Cop, which Beverly Hills cop had the uh, the chick from Rocky Four? Oh, Brigitte Nielsen. I don't. Looks yeah, it's like two. Brigitte Nielsen's in two. Yeah, I was gonna too. say it wasn't okay.
0: the first one. <clears throat> no, 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 no. I knew it wasn't the first one. The first one okay. had Lisa Eilbacher in it, who played yeah. Char- Charles Bronson's daughter in Ten to
2: Midnight. <laughs> Ten
0: to
3: Midnight. That one's.
2: I don't even. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about now. <laughs>
0: it's like
3: <laughs> that's it's a like messed bringing, up movie. No
2: bells. It's, it's like bringing up the
3: evil that men do. <laughs>
0: that's it. <a>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten to Midnight's a messed up serial killer cop movie. Yeah. It's
2: kind of okay. messed up. A
3: lot of nakedness. Yeah. Okay.
2: But then I just wanted to um with Beverly Beverly Hills 3 um was a ninety four though, but did that even have Eddie Murphy in it? What now? Beverly Hills Cop Three.
1: I mean he's yeah, he's on the cover. Oh yeah. <laughs> from what I heard uh, I never really? saw it, but I, from the from what I've heard it's I sucked.
2: don't even remember that one. I, I don't even remember that. I'm what, not even sure I can tell you like if that. I've seen that or not. Man, yeah, 94. I
3: don't no, yeah, no recollection. I heard it sucked.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, well,
3: you I never saw still.
2: it,
0: Craig? I never saw part three, no. Huh, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I, and not that I recall. I've never seen it either.
0: Because I saw bad reviews on it, and I was just like, meh. Boy, we're really plugging it now, aren't we? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go see it. It sucks. But All right. When, Don't when, bother. When Eddie guest hosted Saturday Night Live, he had um, what many people consider to be his apex sketch on Saturday Night Live was the uh, white like me. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. That was that was when he was guest hosting in eighty-four. That
3: was oh, that's guest host. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, that was a guest host. Yep. What are you doing? I'm buying this newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> take it, man. <laughs> just
2: take it. <laughs> I know, there's nobody
0: around. The the old guy at the bank. I love that shit. Oh God, I love
2: that. He goes,
0: he oh. takes over for the black guy that works at the bank. Oh, why don't you take your break now? Hold love- up. I'll look after Mr. White. You know. Well, first he says,
3: what a silly Negro. Yeah,
0: he's like, that was a oh close one, wasn't it, Mr. White? He's like, oh, it certainly was. Oh, they're both <laughs> laughing. <laughs> he rips up the application. We don't need to deal with these formalities, do we, Mr. White? Just take what you want. <laughs> and pay it back whenever or don't. <laughs> we, we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> okay. And then
3: when he gets on that bus, it's a bus and it's got like I don't know maybe two or three black people on there, and as soon as they get off and it's just Eddie Murphy in white, they all start celebrating. They're they're like passing out hors d'oeuvres. It, it,
0: it turns into like a freaking 1920s speakeasy all of a sudden. It does,
3: yeah. yeah. It very Big much party. So.
0: Uh, <laughs> and he's just looking around like this is what happens when all the white people are alone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that's great.
0: <laughs> Mr. Yeah. White. I'll take care of uh, Mr. I'll take White. care of. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the White like oh, yeah. sketch was classic and uh also in 1985 <laughs> Eddie uh decided it wasn't quite enough being the biggest star in the world, the funniest mofo on the planet. <laughs> He decided, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a pop star, too. That's right. Oh, yeah. Right? Party all the time. <laughs> Him and Rick James,
3: man. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie
0: Murphy. Yeah, oh, party,
3: all so... party, hey, all well,
0: the, party all the time. Party all the time.
3: Party all the time. You know, the, the thing about it was, he came out with an album after that, and it was kind of a eh, Prince psychedelic type thing. And the thing about it was, in the review that I read, was that, Eddie Murphy's not such a bad singer and his songs aren't so bad, but he's too funny to be taken seriously. And I think that's dead
2: on. <laughs> that's exactly I mean, what you want to hear when you're starting your music career. I mean, it's exactly. like, I mean, it's a serious music, musician. Right. Well, right. Right.
0: Because when you listen to, to Eddie Murphy's music from that time, it's like, yeah, it's bad. But I mean, is it really that much worse than, a lot of the other right. stuff
2: that was popular at that time, yeah, you know? oh
3: God, I know seriously,
2: yeah, and it's not like he can't sing cause, you know, he can sing, yeah, um sure. it's just a a question of um, it's just it's gumby, exactly. being able <laughs> to get out of his it's, own it's, way, you know, it's fucking just like gum,
0: it's fucking gumby up there you're yeah. you're you're waiting right. for him to break out into too
3: hot, hot tub, you know,
2: right, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yep. Ow, <laughs> or looking exactly. for love.
0: Yeah, yeah uh,
3: <laughs> for Buckwheat
0: I, I completely <laughs> forgot to mention this When you mentioned buckwheat earlier I don't know if I ever mentioned this on those 80s kids Remember, I know I told Brian about this before When that aired on Saturday Night Live Originally, we had a babysitter watching us on that Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And I snuck out of my bedroom as I did sometimes. And, and I was watching shit over the babysitter's shoulder and, and that, that somebody shot buckwheat thing came on and they had like, um, um, Joe Piscopo was Ted Koppel and they were busting in doing these news reports and shit. And I thought the whole thing was for real. I thought somebody had shot buckwheat. It's like, holy shit. It's like, <laughs> like, oh my weed. god, someone shot buckwheat. <laughs> Why would somebody right. shoot buckwheat? It's <laughs> like like I did not I I couldn't wrap my head around the concept of somebody being shot being used to make a joke, to laugh at, you know. right, right. Right, right. right. I'm like five years old to me. Funny is knock knock, who's there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Once not,
3: buckwheat's been assassinated,
0: I I caught on when they went into the hospital and interviewed alfalfa in the uh <laughs> and alfalfa was being played by Mary Gross. Yep. it's mm-hmm. like I Very started. Well. I started right. to catch on. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like paying attention to the people laughing in the audience and everything. I was like, oh, this is a joke. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until until then, that was your war of the worlds. Here, yes. the right. Son of a bitch. That was like that was like uh,
0: <laughs> like my parents with JFK. You know, two decades earlier, I was like, "Oh
3: my god!"
2: Right?
3: Well, has been shot. Made it so real. I mean, everything was so, so real.
2: let me ask you this, though. Then, Craig, um, <laughs> at five years old, did you did you think? Um, I, I imagine you would have had seen the little rascal, see the, yeah. the actual. The, okay. Yeah. So at five years old, did you believe that buckwheat that was like a real person and aged um, to look exactly like he did as a child? As an adult? I, had,
0: I had no concept of, to me, everything right. black and white was like, could have been 20 years ago, you know? Right. So to me, it's like, okay, this could be buckwheat today. Right. You, know? <laughs> it, you know, it, it you know, his name was Buckwheat, you know, not necessarily he was some right. actor playing this dude named Buckwheat.
3: Exactly.
2: Know,
0: like... Yeah, to me, the one TV of the says funny,
2: it is. To
3: me, one of the funniest parts of the whole skit is that Eddie Murphy is still in his Buckwheat garb. That cracks me up still to this day.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that he's that he's still got the hair, he's still got the sh- the the suspenders, he's still got the shirt.
0: That's a grown man. <laughs> it's,
3: it's a grown man.
0: I mean he's, right,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly in his twenties or thirties, it's just hysterical.
2: <laughs> and of course that that was to parody um Reagan being shot at that yep. time. Yeah. Um, right. right. The assassination attempt. So yeah, very, very timely. It just, it's kind of a brilliant way to make light of that entire situation.
0: Um, yeah. Because yeah. they had the whole bit about Buckwheat and his and his album Bugwheat Sangs. At the beginning Mm -hmm. of the episode and everything. And then they turn the whole thing into a Reagan's been shot parody afterwards. Yeah. 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 It was really creative. Excuse me. They're they're in there operating on Buckwheat. Excuse me, Dr. Ted Koppel, ABC News. Have you had a chance to see the footage of Buckwheat being shot? Why? No, (laughs) I haven't. (laughs) They're poking fun at
2: them showing the footage of Reagan being shot over and over again. That's funny. So yeah, I mean, poor Eddie um, digging himself in that hole and not being able to get a music career out of it. So much. <laughs> but I think completely understandable um, in that regard. You it's get some. You can't. You just can't see it.
0: <laughs> you get the '87. You get uh, Beverly Hills Cop Two and Raw. Mm-hmm.
1: Both
2: it's big year. Big air, Both
0: right? big hits. Beverly Hills Cop 2, yep. I don't remember that much about it other than the Neutron dance by the Pointer <laughs> I Sisters. Remember that The song? Yeah. You'd remember it yeah. if you heard I, it, I, I bet.
2: I can't I can't any specific right. Well, for Beverly Hills Cop 2, I can't remember. There's no the scene that um, pops out at me as the No, nope. um, right,
0: right. Part for of me them, either. you know,
2: They're I know all... I've seen it. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember jack shit about it, you know.
1: It seems like the importance of those is like defining mm-hmm. that cool action comedy guy thing. The plots, right? Sort of drift away. Yeah. yeah. You know what's weird? I'm looking
3: at it right now. Harlem Nights was '89.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Wow. That should have been mm-hmm. a lot bigger.
0: We're almost there. Uh, Raw. Raw to me. Yeah. <laughs> Raw is angry. Yeah, to me, um, Raw's bitter. Raw's overrated to me. Uh, like some of the stuff towards the end is like, like pale imitations of the stuff that he did, and delirious that were way funnier. The stuff with his dad, and then yep. and then he tries yep. to do the McDonald's hamburger thing as a stand-in for the ice cream man, and all that, and right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. It just—I
3: mean, it's funny. It is funny. Uh, there are a lot of funny parts, but that's—he
2: that's was going through a yeah. divorce at that time, wasn't he? Isn't that oh, when God. he was yeah. like, "I want half, Eddie. Eddie, I want half." Well,
0: he—he you know, he
2: he has a bit about that.
0: Well, he was very paranoid at that time. He was very paranoid over a woman being after him for his money. Mm. Yeah. Because the, the the half thing came from Johnny Carson's divorce where Johnny's wife wanted half half his money oh, that he saw in a... that's
3: right, that's right, that's right. In a, that's in right. A, he yeah, saw it
0: in yeah. a, a, what you call a tabloid, like the Inquirer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so jaded in Raw, you know? Oh, my God, yeah. It's, it's like, I don't know, like his time in Hollywood and the four years between Delirious and Raw had just really, I don't know... It was like he had been in jail right. or something.
3: <laughs> well, I'm yeah, sure it, it really changed a
0: person. The difference in Delirious and Raw are overwhelming. It's like you're watching Raw and you're like, where's like the where's the laughing, smiling, fun Eddie of Delirious? You know, up here we're, right. we're getting kind of an angry guy preaching at us and lecturing us and shit. You know, mm-hmm. I, right. It's not to say there isn't some fun, funny stuff in it. There is, but. Yeah, right.
3: there's some funny
0: right. stuff, but it's a lot of
3: stay away from women stuff too.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of uh, very yeah, he, I don't know his takes on relationships and and all that shit, and I uh, you know and they're not good. Yeah, it's just not that funny. <laughs> yeah, right. No. You keep listening well, to him because not- he's Eddie, but
2: and I, not to really get into his personal life too much, um, his relationship wise, but. He's got um, a lot of kids, I believe, Um, all with, not all with, but like with different women, like a number of different women. Mm -hmm. Fun babies.
3: Um, Fun babies. Babies. Sure.
2: (laughs) What babies? What did you call them? Fun Fun babies? babies. Fun babies. Fun babies. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. You know, having a hard time finding um, success in a relationship, I guess, you know be one of the reasons and yeah it's
0: you try to put yourself in his position you know as a Mm -hmm. as a male star as being like the biggest star in the world and i don't know it's just a weird thing trying to to separate you know just to balance all that yeah who actually likes you and who's just using you and who's a Mm -hmm. friend who's a Who's a, what do you call a sycophant or whatever? It's the same thing Mike Tyson went through. Yeah. Elvis. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Elvis, Elvis went through that. (laughs) You you become too
2: successful to enjoy it all almost. Right. Yeah. And I imagine it's very hard to tell who's in it for you and who's in it for what you can give them. Right. Kind of thing. The struggle going on
0: robin gibbons and her mom were after eddie
3: <laughs> oh god yeah big time they were after tyson too and
2: they got him yeah
0: they sunk their claws
2: into tyson wow. for
0: a while yeah yep yep
2: um 88 is then when we have coming to america so that was um yes. did he write that i should look that up i don't, I don't know if, if that was um a, a more of a writing effort he's
1: he's credited um, so with eddie, story
2: story okay because he he plays multiple characters um, in that film, and it's probably um, the first time. I mean, he's done that since, um, but it is I think the first time that he actually has uh, played multiple characters within one film. And it was like this; it was a huge selling point to the movie too. Um, him and Arsenio Hall both play um, multiple characters oh, uh, yeah. in the film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I I think it was um, received with uh, a a great success uh, as far as the movie itself goes very funny movie which I like I like like that
1: I like that progression to go from buddy cop to solo cop to then playing a bunch of characters it's like he's just trying to (laughs) multiply himself throughout the world right yeah yeah I mean
2: he's showing he's got um, much more um, uh, reach as an actor or a comedian Comedic yeah. actor goes but at, at that point everybody knows that you know eddie murphy's a character guy um yeah. very good um at playing characters um
3: very, coming to america um, is great I don't, I don't know that anyone would really doubt
2: that the
3: yeah,
0: greatest no, love of all <laughs> i believe <Right>. the children <laughs> <in> of <our> future <laughs> I, yeah
2: i just i love that both, scene um <laughs> other than you know, other than just Eddie, it's like Arsenio Hall. Um, Who's that? Oh, man? me and Eddie. The guy, who, <laughs> Lisa at the time is like involved with the guy. I Can't remember his name, his character's name, or Eric LaSalle Name, yes. Um, he went on to be pretty big in the television series ER. Yep. Um, in the nineties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're right. He was in that movie. Long way so Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh the father Lisa's father um in that film um he was the dad from um
0: good times
2: i can't remember his name either christ john amos um, so john was, amos yes
1: yeah
2: yeah uh prince Akeem, i think that was his name right his yeah. dad of course um the uh, the one and the only somebody's got to help me out here darth, darth vader God, I'm terrible with <laughs> thank you i'm terrible um Yeah, so, I mean, the cast in itself, other than the fact that it was, you know, Eddie Murphy, uh, you know, uh, uh, plus all of these other kind of great performers. Um, well, it looks like uh, Cuba really Gooding well.
1: Jr. is in it as Boy Getting Haircut. Oh, oh my God, that's right. right. <laughs> in, the bar- wow. in the
3: barbershop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the saw recently. Scene too. right. Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, in the barbershop scene. And then Eddie himself is the one who plays the the stinger. Yep. Um I love that scene because I Back. could
0: never stand the song, The Greatest Love of All. <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of oh, God, I hate
2: that. Yeah. It's a beating. Yeah. It's an Turn
3: absolute
0: off. beating. It's
3: a George Benson song, by the way. Oh. I know. It's my one George Benson <laughs> song I can't deal with. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just can't deal with it.
2: Yeah, and then, of course, this year it was, um, or maybe it was last... Coming to America, too. Coming to America. I don't know if any of you guys have caught that.
1: I have not caught that yet. No. Nope.
2: Okay. Craig. Uh,
1: uh, Rusty. It's available. No, haven't seen it
2: on on Amazon. I think free to Amazon Prime. Um, I've seen it. I, you know, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was terrible. I thought there were some things that fell a little bit flat. Um, but all in all, I thought it was funny. I mean, I laughed. Leslie Jones is in it. Yeah, um, she's pretty funny. Uh, she, you know, and I don't. I guess I don't want to give away the whole plot, but um, he only has daughters, and you know the whole, you know, the king. You know, the king can only be a male. Blah blah blah. So he finds out finds out that he's got um, an illegitimate son uh, living in New York in Queens or or something like that, and uh, Leslie Jones plays. The son's mom, but you're kind going of to say the son a little bit backstory. So it wasn't bad. I think it. You know, if you like that nostalgic route, you want to kind of revisit stuff. You know, it it's not a waste of your time by any means. um, You know, to watch it, it's pretty good.
0: Now, do you guys consider Harlem Nights to kind of be Eddie's shark jumping point? I do. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely. No question. How do you mean? What? I just How do you mean though? I just think like I I after Harlem Nights, Harlem Nights was kind of a dud and and like after that it was just never the same again.
2: And isn't it kind of like a gangster flick?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's set in what is it yeah. set in like the 20s or something? 20s or 30s, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's 30s Harlem,
2: right? It was like, what? Did I mean, he, I, I did. He I think that's true. It? That Arsenio Hall's in that one too.
3: Yeah, Arsenio's in it. Red Fox is in it. Richard Pryor, obviously, is in it. He did. Um, he directed it.
2: Eddie yeah. Murphy's
3: in it, and you know, it's one of those movies where you thought, okay, God, with all these people, it's got to be amazing. This is going to be incredible,
2: right? Well, it's not a comedy though, is it? <clears throat> is it a comedy? I'd I'd say more
3: comedy drama. Rusty, what would you think?
1: Yeah, I guess I'd say that's accurate. It's an attempt to actually, you know, say something about the period.
0: Right, exactly. Mm. Interesting. Uh, There was a... God, was that Bill Simmons who wrote that article on uh, on Murphy's career where uh, he thought the reception to Harlem Nights kind of... uh, stung eddie a little bit and he oh, and he like didn't didn't take a lot of chances for a number of years after that his whole career was just started. never the same
1: yeah I think no he,
0: he, his, his like whole he took career a break. at that
3: point yeah it yeah it took a break kind of plummeted for a little bit and then he sort of had a reinsurgence with the family movies and all that stuff mm-hmm. and and he sort of he's he's kind of reinvented himself i think Except for know, when he ended know, up with that transvestite in the car. Yeah, well, that was a
0: little bit of a chance. Oh, my
2: God. The
0: hook, the hooker. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow, uh, I completely forgot about that. Well, because it but, I mean, there's, that did happen, didn't it?
3: It <laughs> did happen. <laughs> Shit.
2: But
1: Man, there I is, like, I mean, that. consistently, like, every couple of years coming out with, with new movies. And, you know, until the, it does kind of seem like until the clumps... Till Nutty Professor, yeah, Um, it it (laughs) nothing was nothing was hitting anywhere near like it was before Harlem Nights,
2: right? Being more of a family um, focused kind of film career uh, that he went on, I guess maybe maybe that's where the money was at that time. Well, let's look at the I don't know if you think about it here because
0: 1990 you had another 48 Hours, which I've I've never seen it, but from what I've heard, it sucks. I've seen it. It sucks. Yeah, Does yeah. it suck? <laughs> it's just forgettable. You know,
3: it's one of those movies that in a year from now, after watching it, you're like, What happened? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, it's one of those. I, I think the title is definitely better than the film. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, another so. it, it sounds good. And I not, would agree with that. Yeah. Their 48 hours has this like comes off the tongue very nicely, but yeah, no. Right, right. Nothing to write home about. and... No,
0: God, anyway, no. you had you had yeah. boomerang in 1992 that was one he uh did with robin Givens and uh yep. and uh hallie berry it's Halle
3: berry i saw that in the theaters
0: was that one all right i've only seen parts of it it was actually pretty I mean, good
3: it was a different kind of eddie murphy movie it was more of a romantic comedy
0: romantic kind of comedy right yeah
3: and uh yeah not bad not bad at all I mean, if you're expecting crazy, wacky, you know, delirious Eddie Murphy, you, you're in for the wrong film. But I mean, it's it's a pretty good movie.
0: Because he's like, a, is he sort of like a player in it? And 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 yes, uh, and uh-huh. like Halle Berry's kind of like the nice girl, and and Robin right. Givens is the uh, is the cold blooded career woman who like what is she like like. Fuck Eddie and, he, and use him and shit. I right, keep, right, something like Shock. that. Shocking <laughs> casting
2: there, yeah.
0: Little
3: <laughs> we'll typecasting,
2: maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right, just a little bit.
3: Nineteen
0: ninety-three, the distinguished gentleman. I don't even remember that movie. I remember the commercials for it.
3: I don't remember the movie at all. Yeah. I
0: I don't like at all like whatsoever what the hell this was about no totally lost in obscurity I have no idea what the movie is then you then you go back to uh music again remember that goof-ass video he did with Michael Jackson what's up with you yes that was just embarrassing
3: yeah and he's (laughs) done some of those
0: things yeah
3: it was it was it was that's just silly yeah,
0: yeah. It was like, I, I don't know, both of them, it was like 1993 and all of a sudden both of them seemed like relics from another time, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop yeah, 3 just... got bad reviews in 94. Uh, you had A Vampire in Brooklyn. That was a freaking flop in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had a, a long string here where it was a giant meh. And, and, oh, yeah. And this, oh, yeah. this was about the same time that David Spade made that, that remark on Saturday Night Live, too. What did he say? The did falling star joke. What did he say? It was that Hollywood Report thing or whatever it was that Spade yeah, sure. used to do. Mm-hmm. And he goes, look, kids. He points up, and he's like, a falling star and then there's a oh my, gosh. and then there's a picture of Eddie behind him.
3: Oh jeez,
0: wow.
2: yeah, yeah. I, which I guess kind of really hurt his feelings, um, from what I've heard.
0: Yeah. Wow. There was people thinking that's why he didn't go back to Saturday Night Live for such a long time. David Spade will say just about anything.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like you got to think of what mouth that's coming out of right right yeah you really do i'm sorry but who the fuck are you right (laughs) do you say anything about that you're david spade come on guy.
0: well but at the time at the time him and him and farley were hot shit at the time on on saturday night live
2: but was he really (laughs) sorry but you know I'm not trying to diss David Spade at all, but I mean, Oh, career-wise, there's no
0: comparison.
2: And we'll never reach that echelon of Eddie Murphy. Um, Oh, God, no. But he's funny.
3: I do like David Spade. I
2: do like (laughs) David Spade. Yeah. He has his moments. (laughs) But come on, guy. No, no,
0: there's no way. But you you have to put it in the context of the time that he said it, too. Right, Mm -hmm. right, right, right. Yeah. And
2: that that's I don't why, know that there's yeah. ever been a
3: bigger smart ass on that show.
2: <laughs> that's I'm, probably true.
0: Yeah,
3: I the, really don't.
0: That's why you look back and the nutty professor as goofy as that movie is. Yeah. I I understand why everybody looked at it as a colossal comeback for Eddie in 1996. Oh, I think it was to an extent. Yeah, sure. Where it was like he, he sat out to remind everybody, hey, I'm... I'm still funny. I'm talented. Remember?
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember know? me? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Eddie fucking Murphy and I'm still funny. God damn it.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, you watch that movie and you have to keep in mind that he's every character at that dinner table except for the kid.
3: Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely incredible.
0: You know, as, as silly yeah. as the whole concept of the movie is, and it is very yeah. silly.
2: But well, and it, it being a remake.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was the first time I ever um, recall seeing Dave Chappelle, too.
2: Oh, true. <laughs> Women be shopping.
3: God, those are funny. Stories. Women be shopping.
2: God, I don't remember him in that movie. He oh, was the, God. He was the comedian. Is, uh, I've heard of dreadlocks,
3: but what are shitlocks?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know where they
3: buried Jimmy Hoffa.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he was the comedian Reggie something, or did they just Reggie, call him Reggie? Yep.
3: yep, it's Reggie. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, you, um, uh, the Nutty Professor, I think, was a, a bit of a good success for him, uh, considering the things that led up to it were kind of blah. Some of the shit I've never even heard of. Right. Honestly. Um and then he kind of followed up with that, um, with Dr. Doolittle, which I thought was, a, you know, probably not as big as The Nutty Professor for him, but I thought it, it was, you know, saw some mild success in it. I've seen that one, I know.
0: That's like kids movie territory right there.
2: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of when he starts, you know, the light bulb goes off in his head. But he did have some other ones um, in between there. Like, I think um, after that, Shrek. I was probably where he really went hardcore into the more kids' territory. Where he played um, the donkey, yeah. But, yeah, Ho- Holy Man from 98. And then um, another one of note is Bowfinger in 99 that he did with Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Metro in '97. Um, you, know, so, you know what's
3: weird is that so many people forget he did a movie with De Niro.
2: And what movie was that?
3: You got me.
1: <laughs> you're you one of the oh, people
3: clue what the name of it is. <laughs> right.
1: Showtime. Showtime, I guess it's
2: called. Is Showtime, that okay? Is that yeah, because i have seen that.
3: Okay.
2: i have seen that on there. I've never heard of that movie either.
1: Taxi driver too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone did. Well and that's and then that's right before I don't know Pluto Nash. No
2: know knows what
0: it is. Is Beverly right.
2: Pluto Nash.
0: Beverly Hills cop meets taxi driver.
2: Right. <laughs> I would you love to. You could probably, movie, ask man. I'd go see that movie. I'd see it. Hell yes, I'd
0: see it. Oh God,
3: yes. You could probably ask De Niro about that movie right now, and he'd be like, "Wait, what? I did a movie with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I did what now?
0: Uh, I don't think sure. so. Sure. All
3: right. Wait. Why
0: not? I don't think so. That's all he'd say. I don't, I don't think so.
3: Yeah. I don't think so. No. A <laughs>
0: little bit, yeah. maybe. A little bit. I don't think so. <laughs> I I heard things A little bit Uh, (laughs) You had in 2000 You had Nutty Professor 2 That was a bomb Uh, Let's see Dr. Doolittle (laughs) 2 Didn't even know that was a second one Uh, Pluto Nash That was a colossal bomb I Spy was a bomb uh let's see, Daddy Daycare. I don't I don't remember if that was a bomb or not, but I think it sucked. It did for I think it did fairly well. I mean, with families. It's just,
2: yeah, it's just a family kind of movie, family-oriented movie. Um it wasn't bad, but it was just your typical yeah you know, kind of script.
3: Steve Martin could have played the role. I put it that way. Right. I mean, yeah. Right.
2: Exactly.
0: <clears throat> he did the
3: whole thing. One thing Mansion? I did want to
2: point out that um he kind of did in in uh the late 90s and 2000s was he had a television series called the pjs i remember that which was an animated television series so i think it was on like fox sunday part of their little animation kind of uh domination whatever. oh i have the box um, into
3: that no, i'm kidding
2: do you really <laughs> No, <don't> no. okay <laughs> i was gonna say wow but i, I think it was what two seasons once uh two seasons, I think, thirty episodes total. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it was kind of funny. I I can't say I'd watched it every week or not, but when I did watch it, I mean they were it like, was it was interesting. It was a little bit something different.
0: They were claymation as as what, uh, or something. Animated they? Series
2: were going. What's that?
0: Weren't they like claymation?
2: Yeah, it was claymation. Yeah. Sort of animation. Um so you know it. It took a long time to make. So I just kind of wonder if maybe that wasn't, um, you know, a big obstacle uh, to more episodes or more seasons on that. Maybe it was just like too expensive and just wasn't making the, yeah, the, uh, the numbers it needed to make to continue it. He got Oscar awesome
0: nominated yeah. in two thousand six for Dreamgirls too. Yes, sure. he did. Yep. Yeah, he sure did. With uh, Jennifer.
3: Yeah, Hudson. I haven't seen that
2: movie. Well, I think we've pretty much said all we could say about the illustrious career um, of funny guy, Eddie Murphy, Uh, will be making us laugh for the rest of our lives, I'm sure, in some form or another. Definitely, definitely an icon of the 80s. Um, Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Would it be the 80s without him? Let's just put it that way. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Those 80s Kids. Remember, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, um, follow our, um, you can become a patron on Patreon, where you can get access to extra content and afterthoughts (laughs) with Craig and Brian, extra content. Just posted a new one uh, last week, I think it was, some funny stuff. Uh, All it would take is $5 a month um, to grant yourself access to that. Go to Patreon and check us out. Again, um, look for those 80s kids at those80skids.com. You can download our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. So share us, tell us all about it, and you know, say stuff to us on Facebook. You know, ask us anything. Uh, if you have any ideas for yes, episodes, comment let us absolutely. know. We want to hear from you. <laughs> want to hear from you. And thank you so much for all of those who do follow and do comment and have some great conversations with some people on there. So let's keep it going. So for those 80s kids, remember I am Andy.
1: I'm Brian. I'm Greg. And I'm Rusty.
2: Those 80s kids are Andy Lane, Brian Lundberg, Craig Dillon, and Rusty Daddy. Music by Otokoda third-party clips used within are the sole property of their respective owners those 80s kids remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com 2021 all rights reserved